B-Team Podcast, baby. We are back. Let's go, Bernard. He's feeling better. Big week. Back to 100%. It was a big week of sport. I, I had a quiet one because I was on the shelf. I, I got sick last week. but So I watched every single minute of rugby league. Bit AFL. Caught up on the draft. NBA's rolling. So let's get into it. Well, you got treated to a... Big Bulldogs win, which we're going to talk about in oh, a little bit. Mate, we're going to jump into it. our fan questions. I'm just going to remind everyone, send your fan questions in. We try and answer them every week. We do that on Instagram. And make sure you give us a little follow on TikTok as well, because that's where we've been doing our best work, Bernard. Oh, mate, it's growing. We're it's like growing. a crypto. We're just, we're going to the moon, baby. All right, this fan question, this one's from Berkey96. This current group of Melbourne players or the Smith Slater GI era? Mate. I gotta go. Cronk Smith Slater, big three. Yeah, that's the best spine of all time. Yeah, I, uh, people like we like to romanticize the past, but you can't get past the big three and GI. Yeah, as well. That they, they they definitely didn't put scores on teams like this Melbourne team does, but they just grind you to death, and then the the goats would just step up. And I'm sorry, that for me is the best footy team ever assembled. Yeah, I mean. Don't get me wrong, Pappenhausen, Ooh. Jerome Hughes, Munster, Grant, Munster. You know they're the best in the comp at the moment too. It's just Ooh, like I don't know. The inverse Penrith's going to be very interesting. It, and that's going to be the grand final. But I'm just saying that that I would still take Cronk Smith and Slater as a spine because it's just the the best. And of then all you time. throw in Gi in the mix as yeah, well. Yeah, Israel Folau at one point oh, in time. They were. I think the Bromwich brothers count in both eras. God, they were over the cap, though. <laughs> How yeah, much were. were they over the cap? And they paid, they paid for it, but they 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 got those comps in my books, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, they won. Let's yeah. be honest. Para fans <laughs> would like to say that they didn't win, but they definitely won. Let's jump straight into our podium. You know how the drill works now, guys. You've been watching this long enough. This is Ep 7. I don't have to explain it anymore, okay? Gold medal, silver medal, bronze medal, and a participation medal. This one's sponsored by the Newcastle Knights. This is for the team. Person, player that just absolutely sucked this week. Bernard, kick it off with a bronze. I'm going to go Katoni Staggs. I think he cemented his spot in the State of Origin team as a centre. He he was up against Sifatalakai. You knew Channel 9 were going to bill it as they're fighting for an Origin spot. They've both been firing all season. And Katoni didn't take a backward step. He was on him like a rash all game, forced some errors, and scored, scored a try on him. Didn't let him didn't let him across the line and didn't let him have a really big impact on the game. He contained him. So uh, I gotta say Katoni Staggs took the number three jersey for origin. For sure. Katoni cemented his origin spot for me. You know what I loved as well? He was getting into it. When he scored the try, gave him a spray, yeah. dashed past Sifa. Did Sifa, in your opinion, get exposed a little bit? I don't have, think, have, I don't have think we he got ex- exposed. He just went up against quality opposition, and he, you know, yeah, he wasn't up against Morgan Harper, the poor guy who's having nightmares ever since. He I, dropped I, a reserve grade. I, I, I hope he gets another <laughs> showing, but uh, no, he, yeah, he just Katoni just knew what the the challenge was. Probably hyped himself up all week. Went out there, had a top game, and Brisbane won. You know, because of you know him and obviously a couple of others in the side. But no one would have picked Brisbane coming out of that with a W. Nah, and. They showed great heart because Reynolds got busted up, caught one on the schnoz, came off, came back on, and they just grind out wins. They did it to South, and they deserved to win that. Sharks were mm. Sharks were really poor. But they'll be back. Yeah. I think they'll be back. I think it's a reality check for the Sharks. There's a lot of people are high on them. Yeah, just it's... settle down a little bit. Maybe they'll peak in a bit too early. This could be good yeah. for them. A little bit like my chooks. You know, you don't want to peak too early, Bernard. This yeah, is... Yeah. But 
They're not peaking at all, mate. Katoni justified. He's he's spot in our top three, which we yeah. gave out. What last are you going to take for bronze? I'm going to go Jack Ginnivan, the Collingwood Football Club. This kid, what a week he had. Got the Anzac Day best on ground, the Anzac Day medal, deservedly, deservedly so, and yep. then scored one of the goals of the season against the Gold Coast. Was just was just handing out the cheese and said, "Who wants it? Have a little sniff. Have a little sniff. Us, us, us. Around the corner, goal, goal of the season contender. He's only 19 years old. Yeah, it, it's come out that the AFL have. Not investigated, but have had a talking to him because after his Anzac Day performance, he's gone out with a few mates, had a couple of beers. Anzac Day. What's wrong with that? Yeah, you know, and, and they don't even do Anzac Day that well in Melbourne. The two up, are, As I've you said it. Discovered last. So week. he just he's he wants to celebrate. He had a great Anzac Day performance, has a few beers, and they say no, nah, it's a no go. It's a bad Why? look for the game. A few he beers. Had a beer. Well, what are rugby league players doing in the sheds? They're just getting yeah, on the sheds. Yeah, they're having a VB. What's, what's wrong with that? So you're not allowed to go for a beer anymore. Well, and what was weird was a lot of the AFL supporters in the comments saying, if you want to be an elite AFL athlete, you can't get on the beers. What? So Since when? Uh, like, they run enough Ks. I'm sure they can have the excess calories of a pure <laughs> they, blonde or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? That's I, I, don't, I don't really see much in that, Come and the on. AFL just maybe let. What's the, this world coming to? Let the young kid have a beer on Anzac Day. Yeah, let him enjoy. Probably had the medal around his neck as well, showing it off to the chicks down at Revs or wherever he wants to go. <laughs> down at, oh, that's that's ridiculous. I think that's yeah, that's that's not on. Let the boy play, but yeah, the guy's having it. He's having some season so far. He is. He's got the nice blonde hair as well, he, and. He had the long sleeve jumper on. There's something iconic about the long sleeve Guernsey. Give me a silver medal, Bernard. For silver, I'm going to take Daniel Falele. He's just been drafted by the Baltimore Ravens. Aussie, you love you love seeing Aussies love do it. well. Everyone loves a, an Aussie celebrity, but you know we're cheering him on. Whether they're in entertainment, he's the next Jordan Maialata as he's well. He's pretty much a Jordan Maialata 2.0. He's bigger. He's 174 kilos. What? He's massive. He, he, 174. Yeah, he, he's he's, he's pretty much a one to one. He'll play left tackle like Jordan as well, uh, and they're saying he's p- probably the biggest player to play in the NFL. Wow! Um, so Baltimore quietly have won the draft, pick up an Aussie that we'll all be getting behind, and it's good to see Aussies not just going into the NFL for their punting and and their special <laughs> teams. Do yeah, you know we can I mean? produce those talent, the the big boys as well. Like if you, you got to think about it, it's is it more lucrative for big? I'm talking big athletes in in Australia to maybe start pursuing the NFL compared to your local sports because sure. think about it, Jordan Mailata, seventy million dollars over a number of years compared, compared to, to maybe to playing Taniela, maybe Taniela Paseka who's who's playing at the Manly Seagulls. He's no slouch, big boy, mm-hmm. big front rower, built similar to Jordan and Daniel. You know, maybe he would like to try his hand in. Yeah, in maybe you're going to see the, the next wave of props. And forwards turn offensive linemen, just like we've seen the XAFL player trend, then they go and tear it up there. Why not? They're big boys. 174 kilos. That's nuts. Producer he's, Shaz, that's got to be the biggest. He's athlete. almost 100 kilos heavier than me when you think about it. Like, he is. I'm tipping around. Yeah, he's about 90 plus kilos heavier than me. That's a, that's a lot of weight. He's And he can move. I'd hate to feed him. <laughs> no, <laughs> My silver medal, deal. I'm going to go the Cowboys, not the Dallas Cowboys, but the North Queensland Cowboys. Absolutely slapping Parramatta. Tommy Dearden, Chad Townsend, pulling the strings in the half, but drink water for me at fullback. He's been brilliant this season. Mm. And Toddy Payton was copping it at the start of the season. He had that saga with Taumalolo. He was looking a little bit like the, the, the coach that's lost the plot. You know, He was benching yeah. Taumalolo. 
He's playing Valentine Holmes in the in the and centers. Coming off the back of last year where they had a shocker of his season. Exactly. So no one knew what to expect, but they're exceeding expectations. I don't think they're gonna stay in the top four where they are. I think we all know they're not gonna do that, but it's refreshing seeing them playing good footy. I think it's more of a, a reflection of Para having a bad day at the office. They play who plays a home game in Darwin for one. Oh, it's gonna be stinking okay. hot. That that would have suited North Queensland. Yeah, obviously. They had they had more North Queensland fans there. But I understand they're trying to, you know, move the game around. But it is. It's more showing that Para had a bad day at the office because, for me, and I know rugby league media they really have to drum up everything during the week or yeah. even after the weekend. But they're trying to say the Cowboys are now real contenders. They're playing. Yeah, I don't know about 40. that, mate. I've said it every every week on this podcast. It's Melbourne and Penrith, and then there's every <laughs> there's other daylight. team. Because uh, and and I and I like Para. I just think they they probably like I said just had a bad day. Things didn't go their way. Mitch Moses said if. Maybe they scored a few tries earlier on. The game would be a totally different game if things got allowed. But yeah, I I don't I don't know. It's they they don't have a a premiership winning team. They've just got. It just looks like they're just they're starting building, to they're play. Building for the future. Well. I want another thing. I want to talk about while we're on that game. And mm. he, this guy is very lucky not to escape with my participation medal. What's Brad Arthur doing? Dylan Brown was playing well in the halves. We were. We've said on this show, you know, Dylan Brown looked rejuvenated. He was playing well. He was linking up with Mitch Moses. I understand you got to look after your boy. But this is no, taking nepotism no. way too far. I don't think it's that. Did, Brad you know Arthur. They, they, uh, the Parramatta Eels put out a, a public statement on their Twitter because Brad Arthur's son's been copping it online. Well. In the DMs. It's not his fault. For hey. being Brad Arthur's son. <laughs> look, he got picked and obviously you're going to play. I'm just checking the lineup now. He's Dylan Brown's again? Yeah. Nah, Dylan Brown's back at 5'8". And Arthur is 18th man. Well, they had they had injuries. That's uh, that was the reason for the move for Dylan Brown. But they moved to into the centers. They moved in, Yeah, but surely they. No, you don't you don't move your. Surely seven and six. you don't you don't put your six in the center, especially when he was playing well. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's he's better off coming off the bench for, as a utility. If, yeah. Then especially because they were playing well, they beat Melbourne, mm. and you're just. Leaving yourself open to some hate, which a he unfortunately copped. And I, that's come from a kid whose dad coached him all his life. So you got <laughs> to look after you like Brad did. I think I got one best and fairest trophy in there at a young age. I imagine the Lebanese parents a bit more tough love though. Yeah, yeah, no. If I had a bad game, I wasn't eating. Yeah, wasn't eating dinner. <laughs> I, I, that was a regular. Uh, but no, uh, gold for me. I know what it is. Yeah, you, you already oh, no, know sickening. what it is. It was an unbelievable. Watch. I didn't expect it. I tipped against them because I tipped with my tipped against them every week. my brain and not my heart. But it was unbelievable seeing the Bulldogs get a massive win. It wasn't our first win of the season, but it was a massive win because the Roosters are still the Roosters. Yes, they've had a bad run of games and they got a tough run ahead as well. But getting like you could see how much pressure was on Trent Barrett to get that win. How much genuine. he erupted on the sideline. The players all wanted that win. They grinded a, a victory out. I thought it was going to get taken away from it at the end when Suwali crossed over. But it was massive for them. Uh, the players were up. Pangai Jr. had a top game. Marshall King, you know, I, I thought he had glimpses of, of, a, of a top game. But for me, I think the highlight of the Bulldogs in recent weeks, and I've, I think I've said it before, Aaron Shop in the centres. He has been locking them down. Katoni got locked up two weeks ago. And... He locked up Joey Manu. Joey Manu, who we now said number is one center. the best center in the comp. And you know what? Is, well, he's got a bit of niggling Mungle. as well. Like he's at got the mungle. end, they were getting in his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's a great defensive center. Yep. No slouch in attack. Josh Morris-esque. I think, I think that pair of him and Addo Carr on the left is a, is a great pairing that they should go forward on. I know 
Naden was he dropped out of the game because he had a ch- uh, baby during the week. So congratulations to him. Congratulations, Brett Naden. But he can stay on the right because Shop's got left on lock. I think he's got it locked because up. Because you think about it, like you said, Katoni Staggs pretty much contained him. When he played Turbo, that Manly game, yep. sweeping around the back, he was burying Turbo. So He hits hard. He gets in their face. And even even the Joey Manu, when he got that ball away for Suwali, it's not like Joey palmed him off. Like he no, wrapped no. him up and he somehow... He contained him the whole game. He somehow got that little offload away. Joey Manu wasn't wasn't really a threat throughout the no, throughout that game. They weren't going down that right side. They had that kick. And Josh Adekar's not the best under the high ball, especially when you've got someone like Suwali. But, mate, I'll, I'll go on record to say Shop is my favourite player in the Bulldogs at the moment. And it'll be good <laughs> to see him stay in the side. Please, Trent, if you're watching... And I'm, I'm sure you heard it. So there was a lot of people critical of Trent. It's nice to see you get the win. I know they were saying Gus was coaching during the week. But let Trent have this one. Bulldogs well getting done, a W. Trent. Hopefully they can keep it, keep the momentum going. But Aaron Shop is my favorite Bulldog at you the You know moment. what's funny about that? We did maybe four weeks ago. You Remember you asked me over under on Fox's On try. Fox's I 10 tries. I think he was on zero. I think since double. then, he scored five tries in three games. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that talk. Maybe he, that, he that was came his source out, of motivation. He came out and said... You know, I'm not too fussed about scoring tries. Tries will come. It's more about getting the team rolling, build he a gets momentum. Gets them pumped up. Burton's 40-20 as well. He's and he didn't kick ridiculous. that end over end no, like it was a like conventional the, um, kick. It almost looked like a torpy. Like a torpy. And that was a 35 as well. That was a <laughs> yeah. stupid kick. My gold medal is going to the NFL draft. It lacked quarterback talent, but it made up for it. It was one of the deepest draft classes that I can remember. And it was insane. We had teams that were just, that were just making great picks, but my pick of the bunch has to go to the New York Jets. You love your Jets. Historically, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 a run, a bit like the West Tigers, shit show. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to have to give them a gold medal because they nailed this first round draft. They picked up Sauce Gardner. When your nickname is Sauce and you're a DB, you are a bad man. They also picked up a receiver, an edge rusher, and then they went and picked up Brees Hall as well in the second round. A lot of people saying that he's going to be the best running back out of that class. That's four great picks, players that are going to start straight away, and a franchise that's been starved of success. Nailed it, in my opinion. Well, when you've been taken for so long, as the Jets have, you, you, you should be doing well in the draft. Who do you think? So you think Jets won the draft? I think Jets won the draft, and... You don't like Philly's picks? They're second for me. Getting AJ Brown, great pick. And could have been the steal of the draft as well. N'Kobe Dean falling all the way to the third round. And they've maintained some picks for next season. Yeah, they've got two first-round picks. Our producer Shabs is an Eagles fan. He's reminded us daily just how well they did. Fly, Eagles, fly. But it was a great great draft because you didn't hear much about it. You said it last week. There hasn't been much buzz. Yeah, because of the no QBs. Because of the lack of star QBs. But it was a very deep draft. It was only, what, one QB that got picked up in the first round? In the first round, yeah, which is insane. You've had drafts in the past where you've had four or five taken in the first ten picks. But it was great defensive talent, offensive line, receivers. It was a great draft. I I loved it. And it just made me – it just reiterated once again why the NFL just does it better than anyone else. Because I was watching that draft, absolutely loving it. It was a second round. Bears didn't have – my team is the Chicago Bears. They didn't have a pick until the second round. I'm there watching the second round. I'm so excited. And my girlfriend's like, babe, it's the second round. I'm like, yeah, you don't understand. This is second round. You pick up, a, you pick up an all-pro there. Like, yeah. It's the NFL. They do it the best. No, nah, 100%. And hopefully we see something like that flow down to Australia. Valandis, let's get it cracking. Well, we already did our first pick <laughs> <No>. <laughs> of the NRG. One thing we did last week, which was very popular, 
was the starters. Mm-hmm. Hang on, where am I going? Oh, we've nearly done it again. We've got a Almost participation, participation medal participation. to do. Bernard, participation medal. Mine's going to the Raiders, the Canberra Raiders. Hey. There's been people calling to get rid of the Viking clap because they've been playing like <laughs> shit for the past three <laughs> Don't get rid of don't get rid of the clap because it's one thing that the Canberra Raiders do have that no other really NRL team has pre-game that gets you up for the game. But they they've just been terrible. They can't finish games. They get off to a half decent start, but like to not close out the Warriors who got pumped by 70 points last week. So think about that. That's where the NRL's at. A team that lost by 70, okay to the Melbourne Storm is beating a team that should be in the top eight or is borderline top eight. Sticky's seat is, it's not even hot. It's an inferno at the moment. I'll be very yeah. surprised. I, if I don't even think it's like, it, it's to the point because they've been bad. It's just, they, I think no, it's just it's run not, its course. Think, it's just think, run yeah, its course think, in Canberra. Yeah, Sticky, as well, Ricky Stewart has a style, I think, that works when you're winning. That real like parading, you know, in mm. your face, very animated. You know, he loves being down there on the sideline. He's very... Uh, very intense. And I think that style works when you're winning. But now, and you've seen it everywhere else he's been, when they start losing, the wheels fall off bad. But uh, the chatter isn't around Ricky Stewart or losing his job like it does for other, it is for other coaches. Do you find that? Like when the Tigers are up against it, it's like Madge's got to go. The Bulldogs, oh, Trent Barrett's got to go. When Canberra backs up against the wall, you don't hear, well, maybe oh, he Ricky got a, Stewart he needs to go. He got away with it because they made a grand final a few years ago and they were really competitive. But mm. I will say... He gets a pass. He gets a pass a little bit, but someone who's not getting a pass, Matt Lodge, the penalty to even it up. Jeez, nah. that, um, and I'm saying this as well because it was the last leg of my multi, so I was spewing, but Matt Lodge is a grub, man. That, that was nah, just, I was, disagree with you, you mate. You think it was, it was if, so if soft. If I cop that high shot in the last minute of the game and I need a win, I'm staying down. Oh, so I know it's a penalty. Soft. I'm sorry, but it's like so soft. But yeah, it's soft. It's not in the spirit of the game, but it's it's going to get them the win. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, I think fair. he came out and said, like, you know, I, I did what I needed to do to win. I just but, don't. I don't know how they could have reviewed that and deemed that a penalty. I don't mind. But no, because down. they've 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 sin binned in the past and given a penalty out for less. You know, especially, uh, I think what uh, Anthony Griffin came out, I was like, well, if it was magic round last year, you know, someone would have done two years in jail for a high shot in the... Yeah, in the it's, in it's the, very inconsistent. That, that's what I mean. So I am I I know it's not in the spirit of the game, but I'm with Lodge. If you want to get a win, you'll do whatever it takes to get a win. Hey, he's a, he's a grub and he got it done. So fair play to him. My but, participation, go on. the Newcastle Knights. I'm, I'm sponsoring this award. They, they sponsor the participation award. So the Knights were just abysmal. Oof, they were abysmal. You know it's bad when you're going for a penalty goal down 26-0. And the the fingers are getting pointed. Mm. Kalen Ponga, he's your captain. They've got, their team isn't the best, but it's not that bad, Bernard, to be getting slapped at home. 50-2? to two? Yeah. And I, like I said, it's, I know you're going up against Melbourne, who's the standard. Them and Penrith are the standard. But... Like, you, rugby league teams, if you're training four to five days a week, you shouldn't be getting slapped. Not at home. You shouldn't be getting slapped. And, and the 70 points uh, on the Warriors, the same thing. You can't be getting slapped by 70 points. And the thing with the Knights is, on paper, their side isn't too bad when you look at it. So that is it a coaching thing? Is it the boys not not gelling? There's no chemistry? But what is it? that Do they... Are they happy with their halves? They haven't been given Clifford much game time. Do they need Milford to come back in? There's too many questions to be asked. And I'd start looking at the coaching. 
personally. Yeah. I I know not everything can't be boiled down to okay, Ricky Stewart needs to go, oh this coach needs to go, but like he's had the side now for some time. Oh, for sure. It's, you know what I mean? and it's been my criticism of them is that they've had stability. He's been there for a while. Yeah. They've had good players there. They've had rep players come and go. Kalen Pong has been there for a while now. You've just paid him this massive contract. And if I'm Ponger especially, I'm looking around going, how are we going to get better? How How is this team going to be even remotely competitive? Yeah. I think they're probably now looking to be the favourites for Wooden Spoon, which is weird because at the start of the season... Well, they, they fooled all their fans. They by fooled beating everyone. The they beat the Chooks. They beat the Tigers. They, they came out and you know, they were looking like they were playing good footy. They were doing well defensively. Maybe it's just a phase and they need a couple of wins like you know the Tigers do and get to get everyone off their back. But, yeah, there's a few teams on the bottom of the ladder. You don't know which way they're going to go. The Bulldogs can keep winning and, or, or, you know, and surprise some people and get off the bottom of the ladder and get some wins this season. Or the Knights can keep losing and stay at the bottom or they can turn it around. So uh, it would be good to see where they go. I don't think they're getting off the bottom of the ladder. No, I don't think so. Especially now that the Bulldogs have won. They could be the favourite for the spoon at the moment. For sure. But for that sure. wraps up. that wraps up the podium. Now back for another week. It was very popular last week, particularly on TikTok. It's the starters. We did top five centers last week. Mm -hmm. I could see us doing every position. We've done halves combinations. We've done centers. Now it's time. Bernard, mm. top five fullbacks in the NRL right now. Go. Five, I'm going Clint Gutherson. At the Parramatta, King. King Gutho, he's the captain of their team. He, he, he directs them around the park with Mitch Moses. He's great around the back, can slot into 5'8 as well. Um, I, I like him defensively as a fullback too. I don't. I think he's he's pushing top five, you know, all the time in this comp. Number four, I'm gonna go Latrell Mitchell. When he turns it on, yep. I don't think there's a better player in the game. Mm -hmm. Great as a provider, impossible to tackle, ball playing skills. He's got the full package. He just needs to keep his head on his shoulders. He's known just to. Just to go a little bit too far, South need to keep him on the field because if they do, they are going to be very hard to beat because Latrell Mitchell, in my opinion, is one of the best players in the game, period. And someone that needs to stay injury-free uh, and is my third is Tommy Turbo. Tommy Turbo, like the season he had last year, was the best player in the comp. When he's on, he's unstoppable, can't be contained. He's, he's Manly's attack. So Tommy Turbo gets three for me. Injury-free is probably higher. Yeah, and, and had a little bit of a slow start to the season as well. Mm. And then, of course, he got injured. So that's why he's not in our top two. Two for me is a guy who also has had a little bit of a slow start to the season, and it's James Tedesco. Now, what I will say before Roosters fans blow us up is I do think James Tedesco should wear the number one jersey for New South Wales. However, on form, there is a player that is playing better than him at the moment, but Teddy <laughs> lives for the big moments, the big games. And that's why he should yeah. be the Blues' number one. But the guy who is number one on our list is... Ryan Pappenhausen, yeah. little puppy. Now, it, he he has earned himself a spot in the Blues jersey. You know, whether it's going to be 14, he's not going to be a starter, but whether it's going to be 14 or not, Pappenhausen, he's everywhere. He's Billy Slater 2.0 at the Melbourne Storm. He can't do any wrong at the moment, whether it's, you know, he's always backing up in support when someone gets out. He's he's always up there contesting kicks. He's lightning, you know, he's, he's, he's leading Dalian for a reason. He's, he's one of the best players in the comp, Ryan yeah. Pappenhausen. So, and on that, like, I, it's going to, I personally think he's done enough to surpass Teddy, but you cannot, you, you can't 
I'm saying for an origin spot, but you can't really get rid of Teddy as no, captain. Not as captain. And he's not out of form, Teddy. No. You know, he's been the Roosters' best player. You know, Trent Robertson said it the other night. He did, his key as a coach is getting the Roosters gelling better and getting up to Teddy's standard. For sure. And the last couple of weeks, he's been getting better and better. And it, it feels like every year we have this discussion where, oh, but Pappy's got to play and Turbo's yeah. got to play and Teddy's got to play. And every year it always gets squashed. Teddy is wearing the Blues jersey for New South Wales. It's mm. so unfortunate that they're just all in the same era. And like, even Latrell. Latrell, could, in any other era, would be the Blues number one. Yeah, Gutho doesn't get a look in in origin. Honourable mention, Dylan Edwards. Dylan Mike Edwards, Minman, for sure. Does the, just yeah. does the dirty stuff that, that goes unnoticed. Drinkwater, at the moment, is playing cracker as well. Yeah, I guess, like, Dylan Edwards, why he doesn't get as much praise, and I think we've spoken about it before, is that... He's just in that Penrith system. Like, he, he does what he has to do for his yeah, team. Yeah, and he's but not he's the flashiest. So, he's not very flashy, but he's safe under the high safe ball. Safe as a house. He's quick. He gets his running meters up. Like, he, he is he is up there with the best fullbacks in the comp, but just doesn't get as much praise. Yeah, safe as a house in Vaucluse, Dylan Edwards. Yeah. And anyone wondering where Caelan Ponger is? I'm sorry, but this season's form is nowhere near it for me. No. Nah, it's not in... It I wouldn't put him in the top seven. I'd have Dylan Edwards and Drinkwater, and then he'd be eight. On individual talent, Ponga, oh, Ponga is is a top five fullback. Sure. But like you said, on form this year, and you know, like you said, if you if you're getting paid now this much, you got that price tag. It's unfortunate, but people we just are going to see it consistently. People enough. are going to look at you like you need to be playing up to a standard where you're earning that price. And you know, I, I think he's a freak, but yeah, like you said, I think he misses out on the top five this season so far for sure. Yeah, I agree. So to wrap up our top five, Clint Gutherson at five, Latrell Mitchell four, Turbo three, Teddy two, and big bad puppy number one. Let's get into the HIA. This is a plenty a, to look at. A segment time. where we look at you know we analyze like the HIA on the field everything that's gone on this week in rugby league in sport. I'm going to start us off with. Carl Lawton at the uh, the Manly Seagulls, he upended he Cam did. Murray. And there was a big argument in the media post-game, even immediately after it happened, should it have been a send-off. I was happy with the ref giving him 10 in the bin. I thought it should have been a send-off. It's unfortunate that it happened nine minutes into the game, but it's I, an ugly tackle. The fact uh, he's driven through with him as well. Yeah. And what's it going to take? Someone breaking their neck before we stamp that out? And we've seen that before, but I I, I did I did think it ruined the rest of the game. Of course I, it I did. didn't it's think unfortunate, but everyone I wrote off Manly straight away and I can't believe they they were yeah. taking leads throughout the game. Yeah, it ruined the game, but unfortunately that's Carl's fault. I and know. he knows it as well. But I mean like I know we don't want to wait till someone gets injured. But what, what, where's, where's the discretion of, is that a 10 in the bin or is that, is that a send-off? What's a send-off? What's not a send-off? A send-off for me, those real ugly lift them and drive through with it, drop them on their head. But, you know, yeah. a good old spear is a send-off. Yeah. I also think if there's any type of high contact that's head first, so not one that bounces off your chest and then hits you in the head, I'm happy with that just being a penalty. But if it's clear, like swinging arm, yeah, on the head. I think that's. I think that's just selfish for me. I would have just rather ten in the bin as opposed it's to a so send off. Unfortunate that happened in the ninth minute because yeah. the game was over then and there. And he was filthy with himself straight away. He, he knew. knew straight he knew, away. He knew straight away. But and that's four weeks out of the game. He's got to spend. It hurts. Yeah. He's a good player as well. But yeah, that if that had had have happened in the sixtieth minute, there'd be no debate on that. I know they've been playing Croker at hooker. Carl was playing in the second row. 
He has played a bit of hooker when he was at New Zealand. They've got James Seguiaro playing at the Blacktown Eagles. Does does Des look to bring him in. to bring up some spark? Bring Chico in. Yeah. I think get him in there. For sure. Give you a little bit of spark off the bench. He's He served his time. Yeah. Outside of rugby league. We don't care about that, but he's yeah. great. He's great as a 14. I think any team in the comp would like to have someone like yeah. him there. He's versatile. He's hard to tackle. He's got good energy when he comes on the field. Yeah, if he Why stays not? out of trouble, he's always, he's always been one of my favorite hookers just because he's loved the watching, spark. I loved watching Chico play. Yeah, he's like Jamie Soward, fastest man over 40. Chico out of dummy half. A blind, blind speed. And, and I, they've lacked something, Manly, since... Because Manasi Fainu was the man. Was that running he hooker. He was the man. Yeah. And then got in trouble. I think, still getting I think we'll see Fainu soon, though. I don't know if it's going to be at Manly uh, this season, but soon enough, he's uh, that's all getting sorted. I think in July. Good. So, good. Get him in there because they miss something. Croker does do. a Croker does a job, but I thought when Fainu was there that year, he had he was on track to be one of the best hookers in the comp. Yeah. And you just hooker. You miss. You look at the team. The two teams that are the best: Coruscant, Harry Grant. Yeah. If you don't have a cracker nine, like the Chooks have had, you know, Jake Friend's been injured, Veril's been injured, it's hurt. You need a good nine. You nah, need a 100%. nine. You can't just have the nine that makes tackles anymore. Big and part of the can spine. Can pass left to right and right to left. You got to be making fifty tackles. Have a good ball either side. You got to be a Bernard also, hooker. <laughs> you know? you got to have that little dart out of dummy half yeah, in no. your in your system. Well. <laughs> this was an interesting one, yeah. Bernard. That needs our inspection in the yeah. NFL. I don't know if you heard, Calvin Ridley got suspended oh, for one year. Well across it. Yep, yeah. for, for gambling. For Calvin Ridley, oh, got, Calvin Ridley, Calvin no, Ridley no, no, sorry, sorry, got in trouble gambling. Yeah, one yeah. year. Seems very harsh. DeAndre Hopkins gets popped for performance-enhancing drug, yep. and then he gets six weeks. Now, Please explain. <laughs> Calvin, Calvin Ridley, everyone knows the situation came out and said, it's too harsh. They, they've just they've made an example out of him. For the gambling much. aspect, because gambling is now having such a big presence in the US on they sport. They want to so that, stamp it out. Uh, exactly yeah. right. This one, the PEDs in the NFL is the biggest confusion for me because when we find out someone in Australia has, has been busted for drugs, we find out what the drug is immediately. It's all over every news station. Bronze and Sherry, you get yeah. five years. The, the NFL keep it in-house. Yeah. They get small suspensions. It's almost like it's worth doing in well, the NFL. I may be corrected here, but I believe the NFL is the only sport in the world Doesn't that does disclose. their own drug testing. Yeah, yeah. They don't use USADA. They don't use WADA. They do everything themselves. So what happens there is you don't know what substance it is. Like, mm. we don't know if it's a yeah, creatine. You can't use creatine. I think SG Ball and NRO, you can't take creatine. We don't know if it's just a pharmaceutical one or if he's on steroids. or We don't know what it is. Yeah, but they don't tell you. They don't and disclose. The, the, the conspiracy is that Uncle Roger Goodell... Yeah, players would be getting popped left, right, and center. And Uncle Rog just holds on to one, and if you tick him off, he just maybe he just lets one off. So I don't know what the Arizona card. If you believe in conspiracies, the Cardinals have done well, something to Uncle Rog. It's between the NFL and and the WWE that have their own wellness policies. Yeah, <laughs> but it's no, a, no, it is a weird one though. Six weeks. Well, for, there's been other players in the past that get popped. Uh, the New England player. Uh, the receiver that, that he got done for PDs in, in the offseason serves a four or five game suspension. Um, it, it, it happens. It's just it's just weird that they only serve four or five games. It's, it's very like, strange. I, it's almost incentive. It's, if I was an NFL athlete, I'm thinking in the offseason, if I want to get better, up, 
juice up, cop the four <laughs> games and come back a freak. Like, That's why wouldn't it. you? If you get popped, because not all of them get popped. Yeah. And you look at some of them and they've got some sus physiques. One year, though, for gambling is ridiculous. Especially, look, if he bet on the other team, okay. But he was, I think he bet, he put his own team into a multi, didn't he, Shabs? Yeah. Crazy. He bet on himself. This one I loved. I've gone back into rugby league. I've dug this one up. Mm-hmm. Buzz Rothfield yep. and Gus have a long-standing beef. Don't like each other. They do not like each other. They never have. Not many people can like Buzz. I don't think he can. He's yeah. just... Uh, anyway. Phil Gould, masterstroke. He jumped into the training session. He hated what he saw. Apparently, he grabbed the whistle, and whatever he did, it worked. Everyone on NRL 360 was applauding Gus. Buzz, though, wasn't a fan. What, what was his He qualm? says that your role as you know general manager of football is to get the best team for the future it's yeah. about you know it's about long-term planning you're in the front office you're not yeah. meant to be on the field and then james super replied saying that well no his job is to get wins and if he thought that you know him jumping on the field is yeah. going to get a win then so be it and he did get a win so who cares but, and also like who's... so basically buzz is saying phil overstepped the mark by jumping in the training session and what do I'm... you think as a bulldogs fan i think no one cares what Buzz Rothfield thinks about anything rugby league related. No, no, it's like you can have your journalistic op- opinion, but like you said, Phil Gould just wants to get the win. He's a respected rugby league figure, great coach. If if Trent Barrett was rubbed the wrong way by it and Buzz is sticking up for Trent Barrett, go for gold. But Trent came out and said, you know, why wouldn't I lean on Gus as as a resource at the club? Oh, we work hand in hand. It was It was actually Trent's idea to bring Gus down. So like... Yeah, you could. He can have an opinion all he wants, and he gets paid to have an opinion, you know, and on NRL three sixty. But you know, who who cares what, what he thinks? And if it if it resulted in the dogs getting a W, you know, let's get Gus down more at training for <laughs> yeah. a spray. I I I, I think yeah, whatever it's he stupid. did worked. Less buzz, more Brayton Astor on NRL three sixty. Yeah, for sure, for sure. This one for me, I want to analyze with you. It's again rugby league, but. With, with, with everyone getting the big p- paychecks nowadays, with, you know, certain spine players getting north of a million dollars, who deserves one mil in rugby league? Is there Should there be a criteria? Who, who, who are the players that you think deserves one mil? A mil is a lot of money, Bernard. Off the top of my head. It's, it's a majority of the cap. Yeah. Off know? the top of my head. Munster deserves a mil. Tedesco mm. deserves a mil. Yep. Payne Haas, I'd give Payne Haas a million dollars. Latrell? Latrell Mitchell, I'd give a million dollars. Aren't too many Adali Cherry Evans, I'd give a million dollars. Ben Hunt? Would you give Ben Hunt a million dollars? I would not give Ben Hunt. But do you, do you, do you, do you know Ka- what the right, issue is? Would you give Kalen Ponga a million dollars? Yeah, I would. Because I personally wouldn't. I would. I would. I, I only feel because like only a, a small amount of nah. NRL. Because you've got to take other things into consideration. Like... Tommy Chaboyevich is obviously worth a million dollars. North of a mil. But I'd give him close to maybe 1.3, but he's very injury prone. Yeah. And if you pay a million dollars a year for someone and they don't play or you're not getting that return on investment, it stuffs up your whole cap. Look at Telmalolo. Now they're only... Remember they bottled that for a couple of years. They weren't playing in that much. Everyone was saying, tear up the contract. 10 year, 10 mil. There aren't too many players in the NRL that deserve a million dollars. Yeah, I think there's a range of facts. The thing with Ben Hunt is... He's borderline a top five half in the game. He's yeah. 
Are there any? Are there many quality sevens where yeah. you go? He's a he's a representative player. Yeah, it's true. So a mil is a lot. If he tests out the open market, he's going to get close to a mil. You know There's also positions you don't you don't give a mil to. No, no, exactly. I right. don't even know. Like you're not giving. I, I wouldn't even give eight hundred to a quality winger. No, no, no. You know, and when that happens, that shits me because it's a waste of. It's a waste, especially when it was happening at the Bulldogs for for so many years because. All we needed is is just build the spine first and then build the team around the spine. Yeah. Cleary, I'd give a million dollars yeah. to. And, that, they're, they're and Harry Grant. They're talking about um, restructuring uh, or looking at Burden's contract again because he signed before he won the comp and now he's having you know he's a season well. and showing he's a great individual player. So he's off contract at the end of 2023. He signed a two-year deal. So that he's already, he said at the end of this season he's already going to test the open market, see yeah, what his value wow. is. But that's obviously in the in the in good faith that the, you know the Bulldogs will yeah. re-sign him at a at a at a higher higher rate. Centers, wingers, you're not giving a mill to. You're giving a mill to sevens, ones, and and hookers. maybe one hooker that I yeah. can think of and Painhas. To wrap it up, these are the ones you'd go: Pappenhausen, Tedesco. Yep, definitely. Yeah, Tom Trebojevic. Cameron Munster, Nathan Cleary. Does Mitch Moses get a mil? Being, being a quality seven Ooh. on the market. Say, I give, uh, say Mitch Moses tests the open market. Is he getting a mil at the Dolphins? Yeah. Yeah. I Probably think they, I is. I think they give him a mil. I think they, Payne Haas gets a mil. So I think we've Fafita established the criteria. The best sevens in the comp yep. and the best fullbacks in the comp get a million dollars plus. And if you're borderline like a good 5'8 or a good center... Uh, a good second rower, you're getting around the 800 mark. Yeah. 750, And now, that, speaking of the Dolphins, they've got to throw a million at someone. Yeah. Because no one wants to go there. Apparently, they had a crack at Reese Walsh, who I think is from Queensland. Yeah, he he's a Queensland. there or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to go there. they got to get the checkbook out because they're going to be fielding the mascot Jets. I think they'll get some probably preferential treatment from the NRL. They got told that they'll be... Uh, having a, a lock at Magic Round next year. So that means there's a team that's going to miss out of Magic Round next year. So they're definitely going to play. Yeah. Are they playing their games at Suncor? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I don't know if they're, if, as oh, their they home games. they got a good games. stadium there. they got a good stadium at the Morton Daily, I think it's called, the mm. Dolphins Stadium. They play football there as well. But yeah, as we said, not many players get a mil. Guys, let us know who you think deserves a million dollars. It's a lot of money. And last cab off the rank for the HIA, I want to get your opinion. Being a Chooks fan. Give it to me. Are the Roosters in trouble this season? No. I think we're okay. I think that spine's got a click. Mm -hmm. It's the first time all of them have played with each other. Kiri missed. Kiri was out for a long period last year. Sammy Walker came in. We've got Sammy Verrills coming back as well. Tedesco's getting back to his best. I think it's going to take some time. We need to gel. And that's all it is. We look clunky in attack. I'm yeah. not hitting the panic button yet. I think we're going to peak at the right time of the year. I mean, I which know. is post-origin. A loss to the Bulldogs. A loss to the Bulldogs isn't fire good. Alarms. Loss to the, the Dragons wasn't good either. Yeah. I I, I uh, think with the Roosters, it's just like you said, they just need, uh, like Trent Robertson wasn't phased by it in the post-match conference. He uh, just says, just need to unlock the boys. He needs to needs to find the key um, to, what, to what it is. I think Kiri's probably not at his best because of all the time that of he's had. Of course not. And you can see, he's, he even looks a little bit like, come back from any big injuries like he has. He yeah. looks a little bit just like he's second-guessing himself. But it's something with the Roosters, you just know that they're going to turn on by the end of the season. They'll yeah. just have and it. And even like the silver lining, Suwali's looked good. Mm. He's getting better every week. 
Teddy's getting better every week. He's getting back to his best. I'm yeah. not hitting the panic button just yet. No, no need to, no need to. But I, 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 I would. What are you thinking? You think we're missing the four, don't you? I, that's what I said. I just want to acknowledge my long shot last week before <laughs> they lost to the Bulldogs. Was that the Roosters will miss out on the top four? And I think that'll that'll probably happen. There'll be a borderline, uh, you know, top not not on the edges of the top eight, but in the top eight, um, but not in the top four. Yeah, that, there's plenty of time. There's plenty of time. I think it's Melbourne, Penrith, Daylight, everyone else yeah. at the moment. Sam Walker's looking good. It's he just, uh, you know, they just they time. just need chemistry. Yeah, It'll take time. Before we move on from the HIA, I just want to make a quick mention as well. They didn't get into my podium, but the Richmond Tigers, mm-hmm. big win on the weekend. Yeah, and bounce back. the GOAT, Dustin Martin, looks like he's going to come back this week. It's a huge it's a game. In. They played Collingwood. We were talking about Collingwood in our podium as well. So that's going to be a massive game. They, they get 100,000 there. Yeah, well, as I said to you, I went there three years ago. It was raining. I got told it would be a bad crowd. It was 75,000. Yeah. So Dusty's coming back. There was 9,500 people at the Bulldogs-Roosters game. That is disgusting. Oh, right, here we go. Here's one for the HIA. Should we scrap games at a core stadium unless it's a grand final or state of origin? Because that stadium, when it, it's it, not it's, full... It's hard is, to even watch on TV because embarrassing. you see empty seats and it's just like, it's discouraging that it you know, no one wants to watch footy anymore. But like 9,000 people That's for bad. a Bulldogs who have got a good fan base, Roosters fan, understandably, they don't travel out of Bondi. <laughs> but uh, it's it's like, they can't do better than 9,000 plus people. You tell me they couldn't pack out Belmore every week? How many is Belmore sit? 20k. Come on. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather go to games there and people would be more incentivized to go to places like Belmore. How often would the dogs get more than 20,000 at a home game unless they're playing South yeah. on Good Friday? Which did they, they even get, get 20, more than 20,000? They'd be Lebos jumping the fences at get, Belmore get, bring to get a, in. Bring the dogs back to Belmore. Re- more regularly. They, they'll, they'll come throughout the season, they but more game, regularly. Yeah, they, they do, do one or two, two games. Just put them there and leave a core stadium just for state of origin and... Honestly, grand final. And that's that's it. It. And I'm happy with that yeah. just being... But the thing is, too many teams play there. Souths play there. The Dogs play there. Parramatta have games there. Uh, like, Well, now they've... I think they've shifted more of them to Bank West. Remember, yeah. everyone used to play there, but Souths at home... But like, like the sense. West Tigers can have a home game at a court. Like, it's just like... It's just... It's it's not a fun... It's not a fun place to be to watch. They're going to renovate it, I think. And I think they now scrapped. they're just doing a t- completely new stadium, that Sydney... Um, it's like a new showground. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, but anyway, that's my two cents. Hey, that's a good, uh, on that note, it's a great well. way to wrap up the HIA. We need a song for the HIA. Mm, Shabs, maybe, uh, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. And there was plenty <laughs> of that in the HIA. It's time for the long shot though, Bernard. Yep. I was centimeters away. I had Katoni Stags and Sifa Talakai in a same game multi and Sifa gets held up on the line in the last minute. I was, I got half of it. Yeah, I thought he... I'm yeah, getting there. Like I said, we said Katoni really contained him. I thought he was going to go over, especially then, but very unlucky on your long shot. But yeah. who are you my, thinking? My long week? shot went okay. This week, I'm going to take it's, but pretty much my tips, but I, I genuinely think I'm going to go eight from eight. So I'm going to I'm going to put them all in a multi. All right. No margins, all head-to-head. Straight head-to-head. All head-to-head. I'd like to see what the price is. is you you know guys. what? Let's do it live. Hang on. Let's build the multi Let's live. build the multi right now. Bernard's multi. All right, read them out. Okay, we're going to go the Rabbitohs head to head. Yep. Raiders to bounce, to bounce back after to. last week. They have to. If anyone's going to get them up, it's going to be Ricky Schultz yep. saying, listen, we can't have this shit anymore. 
yeah, we need this win. This is a big win. Is it in Canberra? I believe it is. Yeah. Okay, so it, like surely, surely they're getting a W. Penrith to keep the undefeated streak alive. The Seagulls with the Tigers with thirteen men on the field. Hopefully, they will beat the Tigers. Uh, the Roosters get a much needed win. Much needed win and uh, over over the Gold Coast is it? Over the Titans. The yeah. Titans. So Cowboys to keep the momentum up. Head to head, Melbourne, another easy W, and Sharks head to head. You can power play it to seven seventy eight, which is pretty shit for for an <laughs> eight, eight leg, leg multi, multi to get seven bucks. That's the state of rugby league, mind you, because yeah. everyone's a dollar yeah, twenty that's nowadays. A, that's no good. But yeah. look, it is a long shot. Say what you want. Like seven eight. seven dollars you know, is a long shot. Worries me about this one, Bernard. They're all home teams. They're all the home, home teams. teams. Are they all favourites or are there they're any non-favourites? Canberra and the Dogs at the moment are dollar ninety each way. Okay. If there's going to be an upset anywhere, it's going to be in that game. I think but in Canberra, surely. I don't know what the Dogs' record's like in Canberra. I can't imagine it's the best. I, I just think Canberra need the win more. They have to. A little bit of any climax before I get to my long shot. We're going to have the same tips again this week because I think they're going to be my tips. But, but we're even. I will say... I had South, yeah. so we are even. So we're going to have a little rest week this week, and then we'll be back. I would defend that. If Manly were full strength I that whole game, honestly, they, 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 they win. Uh, hey, I got <laughs> a little bit nervy. At one stage, they looked like they were going to win that. How are you scoring or getting ahead a man down? It, it, but it just looked like every time Souths were going in an attacking zone, they yeah. were going to score. And Cherry Evans, once again, kicking masterclass. That was crazy. My long shot, not really a long shot because they're the favorites to do this, but it's the Phoenix Suns to win the NBA. It's a long shot because, you know, it, it, re- it hits our category because it's over three bucks. Yeah. I got on them at $4.75. Guys, if you're listening, get on the Phoenix Suns. They just got Devin Booker back. They just went 1-0 up. I think they're going to win the West. And if CP3, the point god, gets into the finals, they're going to do one better this year and they're going to get revenge. If he if he doesn't get it this year, is he done chasing the championship? Yeah, that could. this could be it. This could be the last chance you for... But they've got a they've got a stacked team. It's unless yeah. he leaves. It's the season to do it now. And with Embiid being out, you know, it doesn't look like Philly will get past Miami. No, Miami are going to go just through. Lost today, and then the Bucks are one nil up against the Celtics. That series is going to be very interesting. Yeah, keep an eye on that one. I think it will go either way. But yeah, I, I mean, so yeah, I like I like the Suns. Yeah, I like the Suns. I oh, think so that's, a, two, it's a good uh, long we, shot. we had a, we have a couple futures. I've got the Celtics. To win the East, that was a roughie. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see how that series goes. But yeah, those are our two long shots. Remember, Bernard's hit one. I haven't hit one. And we're locked in tipping. The loser has to shave their head, apparently. <laughs> but I can guarantee that that's definitely not happening. My girlfriend's already said if I do that. We'll get you in a bold cap and get you to yeah, do something. Kurt Angle style. Yeah, exactly right. But mate, I'm looking forward to the week ahead of sports. It should be. It should be a good one. A couple of highlight games. I hope the dogs can get uh, go back to back with the W's. That'd be great. Hopefully, Phil, Phil Gould's in there. <laughs> one of the With a whistle, sessions. giving him a spray. But what are you looking forward to this week? I'm looking forward to that Collingwood-Richmond game. Mm-hmm. I'm pumped for. And Chooks, get back on track this week. And I think, yeah, this will be the I'm week. I'm thinking, look, if you're in a tipping comp, this could be the week you play your joker. You know, you get double points because yeah. there's... I'm looking at seven games that I, I think are a certainty. That one game, Canberra. So if you're in a tipping comp with me, don't be surprised if I play my joker this week. But on that note, Bernard... Another episode in the books, my friend. It's an absolute pleasure. As always, mate. Guys, if you aren't following along, we're on TikTok, Instagram, at the B Team. Follow along. We keep our socials updated regularly with our tips, our content. So keep an eye out there. 
That's right, guys. Keep an eye out. Make sure you're giving us a follow on Insta, a follow on TikTok, and we'll see you same time, same place next week, guys. And happy Eid as well for all our Islamic listeners. Ciao, guys. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.